Welcome everyone to episode 126. Oh, 126. 126 Jesus. of the podcast. We are still here. We're still rocking. I'm of course Meals. I'm here with JG Okoto himself. Dumbass. Still. We still at the comedy house. Actually, we've been here probably for gosh, it's like over a month now. What are we doing? What are we still doing here? Uh, I mean, you know, still, still, still waiting for a new Dragon Ball Super movie. Oh, this is true. This is very, very true. But look, we're not alone on this island. We are not. We have been, you know. I want to see, I want to hear his mode of transportation of how he got here. (laughs) I I swam here like a walrus. Very, very on character right now. Can you imagine being in grade school and some kids are like, you bitch, you laugh like a walrus. That's crazy. Uh, if you haven't recognized by now, we have Pat, who's one third of Mount Silver. Um, since we haven't recorded a Mount Silver in quite some time, definitely worth bringing Pat on and talking about this odd taxi anime, which I immediately... When I watched this, I was like, I think Pat would like this. <laughs> it's up his alley. Yeah. I was right? Oh, yes. I, yeah, I loved it. Okay. All right. Nonetheless, we are here. Um, I want to get into it, but we have a first few news bits. And I don't even like doing news bits that much on the com- summer at Comedy House because it's just kind of like we're like outside the vacuum of the normal yeah, world. Yeah, it's a little strange, but still. It's still, you know, first of all, want to give a shout out to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, bro. Let that shit out, man. I want to give a shout out to me. Um, if you guys haven't seen it already, make sure you check out Crunchyroll. I have an interview with WWE superstar Ricochet mm. that you can read on Crunchyroll. It was a blast getting it all together. Amazing. Um, yeah, truly, man. It was fun, fun talking anime with him. Of course, he's a big anime fan. He's been on the lookout before. Um, so yeah, we just exchange just further thoughts on One Piece and and, and my hero and Dragon Ball and uh, Naruto and a bunch of other things like that. So make sure you guys check that out on Crunchyroll. So please do, absolutely. Um, and then, in not so good news, huh? unfortunately. I have to say, I know. Azuki <laughs> Takahashi. Oh, man. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, very, very tough to see that. <sighs> it sucks. We had just did the no, we just did the podcast with Cyrus like a few weeks prior, a week prior. Um, so I was still on a little bit of a high from it, honestly. Like, I had been kind of doing my own personal research on Yu-Gi-Oh. So it was sad, man, to see it. My man was young, right? He, he, he was, I think he was 60. Which is like relatively, God. but yeah, that sucks. But he um he died while snorkeling, which I'm like, yeah. if there's a, uh, um, I guess that might be the way. To be honest with you, but uh, listen, infected so many kids' lives, our lives, of course, we're from the era, like we had it. Like, what's everyone's? All right, before we go into this thing. Um, I know Jeff, we've talked about this many, many times before. So Pat, feel free to show this. Um, Yo, as a kid, memories, just anything. Uh, For me, I don't know. I think we're all around the same age. I think I'm the oldest by like a couple months or something. But um, by the time it was popular in, by the time it came to America, which I still think it's so funny that like Americans were too stupid to get the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh! They just sent us the, <laughs> the second one. Uh, but by that time, I was like one of the only people playing Pokemon still. Uh, and so like even fewer people were about to start playing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! And so I had the cards, but I didn't really play it uh, in any capacity. I really just had them to have them. Uh, but I did watch right. the show. Uh I mean, all the, I mean, I, you know, uh, what feels like a lot probably isn't very much. Um, I, I watched through when the God cards were on the show. Uh, okay. so a lot of people a probably got up to that point. Yeah. 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 I would say that stuff is pretty like within, like everybody knows Exodia, even if they haven't seen the show, I sure. feel like, uh, and blue eyes, white dragon, right, Pe- right. Pegasus is classic. Um, and 
the god cards i feel like are pretty known too pat i don't know if you've watched it recently but if you rewatch the first season as an adult you're probably going to laugh at how much bullshit happens yeah it doesn't even make sense anymore but you know i i remember thinking at the time like okay so these how like even when pegasus like or pegasus uh kaiba very early on in the show when he's like standing on the ledge and he's like you can either win and kill me or lose and <laughs> it's like wait why do their moves affect the real world like i thought yeah, it was like yeah. holograms or something what the <laughs> fuck is happening here uh, and so it's like weird like being like that young and realizing like oh i have to accept something that's totally like there's no way to wrap your head around this but whatever fuck yeah it. yeah Really uh, here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was very jealous of. Uh, I totally forgotten about the um, the blue eyes tune dragon, which is so fucking cool. Yeah, man. I that's I. I know we posted some of our favorite cards from the, the lookout team on uh on Twitter past week, but I, I love blue eyes tune dragon, bro. Yeah, it's so cool and just like such a cool concept. Yeah. Yeah incredibly fun stuff and if you hear stuff out my window just know they're still doing construction it's new york <laughs> yeah i'm lucky there's not any I, there's there could be massive sounds from the wall two feet away from me at, at any point so i've got my the trigger finger on the mute button as do i as always um so we have that kind of news to talk about i think that's kind of it at least everything that i want to talk about definitely you know rest in peace kazuki takahashi absolutely you just, you know, you affected our lives and just our childhood, and, and you still kind of made it overall a timeless series and a game. It's still going. So you're ready for that. Yeah, it's, it's still, still going. VOIP, still going. There's still new cards coming out. There's still, still new things. New rules, I, new concepts, new formats. Yeah. Follow a TikTok also, account. Just, just good business to be like, oh, I'll put cards in the game, so then you kind of care in the show, so then you just can do the show in real life, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why we didn't get the first season, Pat, because there was no cards. Exactly. Was- <laughs> yeah, they all, yeah, they also required us to buy things, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, I don't know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure once Pokemon came out, it was like, if you're not selling us something that we can market, we're not. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, seriously, shout out Yu-Gi-Oh, though. I, 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 one quick thing, I just feel like it was that getting to that step, not that you had to stop playing Pokemon when Yu-Gi-Oh happened, but it was definitely like the next step in like just being a teenager type thing, you know? Like, I feel like you just had to check it out, even if you weren't like addicted to it, maybe like Pokemon. But I know most people who were like just into that era, they still knew what it was and maybe had cards. And even if they weren't battling, they were collecting. So yeah, huge, huge part of our childhood. Even if you were just, it was it obviously it wasn't on Toonami, uh, but because it because it kind of was so much in the Pokemon vein that it was on uh, WB or yeah. you know whatever it was, um, and you know that's uh, th- that was kind of way more so than Digimon and probably anything for a long time. It was kind of like. You know, for a lot of people, especially a lot of parents, Pokemon was their first exposure, not just to anime, but, like, Japanese, mm-hmm. like, products and culture in general. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! was like, oh, and this, like, this is, this one's not as popular, but this shit is here to stay. Like, it, it, this isn't going away. I'm sure parents were like, another fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously. Even, even even funnier like that they would have to learn how to pronounce like Yu-Gi-Oh stuff because like Pokemon is at least like kind of a word yeah Yu-Gi-Oh is like just give me Yu-Gi-Oh yogurt what are we what am I buying (laughs) I I kind of compare it to like what my family like my mom knows what Yu-Gi-Oh is and if if I can still get her to kind of like speak on it even though it's been years I'm like okay yeah it was definitely successful at that time yeah yeah absolutely um okay i want to get into odd taxi let's do it man. what we're talking about today uh the anime series um which has a very interesting kind of come up i want to play i want to kind of get into the world of it all right so now I, I fixed the audio that was like plaguing this thing so i couldn't play audio for a long time on this podcast but i managed to fix it so i want to play a little bit of the audio for the show to kind of get a feel of the show and then we kind of can talk about not just the audio, but just the overall feel sure. of this. Show. But 
Um, we talked about it last year. It was our best anime of 2021. We're doubling down by obviously doing the summer at Kame House about it. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, let's let's listen into a little bit of Odd Taxi. What happened to your car? Were you robbed? Nothing like that. There wasn't anything taken from me. You'd better get it fixed soon, or it'll get worse. Hmm? It'll get worse. I don't know what you're getting at. Leaving something broken makes people break it further, especially windows. The broken theory? <laughs> yeah, the broken <laughs> hard to do. What do you mean? So, what do you want? You told me that I shouldn't get involved with you. Yeah, I know. And the way you presume you might still be able to salvage the situation depending on what I do or say is obnoxious. Hold on. Honestly, I was kind of... No, I was really happy. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I was. Let me explain. Don't try to pull that on me. Because of you, Goraki has to... Listen, I'll tell you everything. And I've no expectation of you telling me what you know. First off, it's true. Dobu and I used to date. You're starting with something I didn't know at all. About four years. Because of the money, I couldn't say no. I won't listen if you're going to cry. Besides, it's none of my Please business. Please just wait. I get it, okay? I borrowed a lot of money from Dobu. I was paying him back little by little, and I couldn't say no. So you started stealing medications. <sighs> And I'll imagine an alpaca talking to because <laughs> that's what that was. Also, at, at some point, isn't he like? Doesn't he? Doesn't he say to her like, "You're the only alpaca around here," and she just like doesn't say shit to him? <laughs> <laughs> that's racist, bro. So oh. funny. Odd Taxi is a. I guess it's a comedy. It's a mystery. It's a ride. It's a, drama it's a ride for sure yeah it's a crime thriller yeah it's yeah. it's an a story about i guess anthropomorphic which i just learned is a word i'm not even sure if i'm saying it right but i know i got the gist of it anthros um, one of the best anthros and one of the best anthros listen compared to b stars better than b stars and bna an, another anthro you compare to arthur oh, all right. let's not get disrespectful man you know what i'm saying <laughs> Arthur canceled by the very nasty PBS. <laughs> oh man! And a couple okay, other. Hey, here's here's some Arthur t- trivia for all you Mark Brown fans out there. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I did actually watch a shitload of Arthur as a kid, especially because I had two younger sisters, uh, one of whom is like almost ten- oh, Jesus, she's like eight years younger than me, I think. Maybe more. So I saw a lot of Arthur, and uh, I so I did look into it by the the end of the where when they you know when they did the finale, and they've yep. replaced the Arthur voice actor consistently through the years with because it's they've always wanted it to be an actual kid, which is mm. pretty cool slash unique. Uh, but uh, Arthur as an adult, he's like some hilarious like. Uh, you know, he's like uh, trying to get a graphic novel published or something. But uh, if the thirty-some-year-old Arthur was voiced by the original Arthur uh, voice actor, wow! The, uh, like the in first the finale, one? yeah, the very first wow. one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice touch. Listen, with Arthur, I'll be honest with you. There's something about that show, and just the very basic concepts that the show teaches. That's still kind of reoccurring. It's kind of nice. Um, so if it comes up on YouTube, it's not like I turn away. Um, <laughs> I turn up on my YouTube? That's another question. DW, um, funniest character ever. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay, so this series, I remember initially watching it and getting through it the first time mm-hmm. and being a complete fan of it and telling everybody else to watch it. It reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons called 22 Short Films mm-hmm. About Springfield, except this is way more stretched out. <laughs> um, parody of Pulp Fiction, of course, <laughs> but like you, it was the episode where, um, oh my god, fuck, uh, remember when Lisa got gum and peanut butter stuck in her hair and then had to get a haircut, and then it was like something else was happening with something, it was like 20 million things happening, and 
there's so much of this happening on this show uh, that there's so much to kind of get into. So I want to ask you guys immediately, what was kind of your first reaction watching this show? For me, it uh, it was really, and I don't know, this might be kind of out of left field, but it was pretty evocative of uh, Paranoia Agent in a lot of ways. Uh, I think just in like the the setting, and to some extent you kind of are waiting for a couple big reveals throughout it, and, uh, you know, 13 episodes instead of 26 or whatever. Um, and then in the non-anime category, uh, BoJack. Uh, just do it, you know, like the mm. animal populated world. Uh, but I did, I think the big, the other than just like the general, like crime mystery, which is always going to be almost always going to be my favorite part of something. Uh, I did like, you know, the smaller, not necessarily smaller, but seemingly smaller elements of intrigue that the show had, you know, the, uh, I guess spoiler alert for, for the show, obviously. Um, yeah. But, you know, waiting on the reveal that ends up being an actual cat, uh, which of course I love that, but uh, you know, the, the animal thing uh, and is, seems a little off, I think even from the beginning. And uh, there's like a few hints at it. Uh, one of them being that the comedy duo is called the homo sapiens, but there are no, mm-hmm humans in the world so that's a kind of a uh you know just one of the flags were you all right so you saw those flags did you realize the flags all after the fact or did you did you kind of it was no it it was was mostly well i like i noted like oh that's weird that they're called that because they're we haven't seen any actual humans but i didn't uh i didn't put two and two like i guess now if I, i had really been trying to figure out what's you know quote unquote what's going on, then maybe I would have I would have guessed it. But I think then the uh the big the biggest moment uh towards the end of the show is when he pegs uh he pegs him off the ID and he's like, how the fuck did you know that? Uh and it's like, oh, because he only sees certain people this like he's he's literally looking at like silhouettes of people, you know, to a certain extent. And nobody else looks like this guy. So Jeff, what was your first reactions in watching the show? Um, let's see. You had you had basically got on me for about a week to really, maybe two weeks to like start it, and I forget what was out, but I was not watching that shit. And uh, <laughs> I remember, I, I don't know what happened, but I remember turning it on finally. And <laughs> the first the first episode, like honestly, I heard the theme first from you. Um, you kind of set the tone, and I was like, okay, this shit this shit is kind of cool, but honestly. I love that it's so urban and the conversation is so like, I I just raved about like the dialogue and how good it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like my, the main thing for me was like, yes, it's obviously a bunch of animals talking and humanoid and driving cars and all this other shit, but the emotion behind them and like the actual topics are such real life things that in a weird way, like I was watching as if as if it wasn't an anime you know and i was kind of like shit it was almost like i was watching fucking Grey's anatomy for a second like it's just a lot of great dialogue that like really develops the story in a way that's like you know not action-based per se or like no one's powering up and shit you know the shit that we're used to i just really really love the like the context of the story and how it plays out yeah and and so much of it that's borrowed from the actual like reality as well you know what i'm saying it's in 2021. They talk about Twitter. They talk about kind of... Yeah, yeah. You just get sucked in on it. They, a lot they of it actually like, do social media good. Like, they do a good job. And it's hard to do that. They do. They do. A- anime yeah. anime, or, or you know, what, what? no matter what kind of show you're doing. I mean, the, the shows and movies are, like, just now getting good at putting texting on screen. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> which is really, really weird. And because a lot of the times, you know, you watch stuff in the past. It, it means small stuff, like... I think even the way people answer phones in sitcoms are different now. Just like little stuff yeah. like that. But the way that it's like produced on this show, it's it's like a it's just a whirlwind of information. Not too much information, although there is a lot going on and a lot of characters, but it's all so relatable that you can take it in the first time, which is really dope for like an anime that doesn't have a manga. 
and j- yeah, just on like a, a script level, it was it's really yeah, man. everything from the dialogue to the weave of all everybody's stories to you know also maintaining like the, the you know it's a mystery show at its heart. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's they they, they it, it was really impressed. Um, like you said, well, as Jeff mentioned, without a true manga, I mean, it does have a manga. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you know, actually, the manga, yeah, it's still going on, but it's following pretty much the the base of the show, and it's the show. So this is a Crunchyroll original series, originally released as a manga, January twenty twenty one, released four months later as an anime, which I'm assuming that means the anime kind of the the manga is pretty much a companion to the anime. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and it's usually other way around um so it's currently there's still volumes currently coming out and i think they're probably like on episode 11 or 12 or something at this point during the manga um but the entire series is done it's wrapped up um it's interesting kind of way they decided to release this i'm i'm between this i think wonder egg priority we talked about kind of had a similar fashion of yeah it having a base manga and it's just kind of an anime that's kind of told as a story which we haven't really seen much lately in terms of like popular series it's hard man um, <laughs> yeah, does um does parasite have a manga parasite yeah Mac- yeah. Mac- yeah yeah it does, uh-huh. it does okay so i mean just and you see it's even more rare that we talk about these things like that um want to give a highlight to the great theme song of the show oh, man out the park bro yeah, they something. It. It, it's nice. It's calm. I can listen to it. I have it on my phone. Um, Shit's urban, I'm, bro. It's so urban, dude. Tried not to skip it during my first. I mean, at this point, I skip it now because I'm trying to get to the thing. I'm trying to analyze all the points in the story, but it's so good. It's so, so, so good. Um, and that is probably Dymo coming after us uh, <laughs> and his brother. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's a great theme song. Okay, so let me ask this before we get into the characters, because I think overall what I want to do with talking about the series is kind of go like character by character and kind of explore the arc of them. Um, not everyone, because there's like 25 characters in the yeah, show, but yeah. you get the main full, staff. Yeah, yeah, a major arc with what was the hooking point of the series to you? Because for me, it wasn't the first episode. It, it wasn't the first for me either, but. Which is rare, which is super rare. Cause usually if it don't have a bang in first episode, I kind of give it up. But I think the, the setting and the concept was intriguing enough for me to continue and the dialogue as well. I mean, they're talking about like Bruce Springsteen, the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I almost texted my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what episode it was, but when when the introduction to uh, Tanaka happened, that was pretty much it for me. Like uh, that's episode four. That's episode four. four. That was pretty much it. Like at that point, I had the stakes had like rised so high, and I was like so locked in and what was happening on the episode that I was just so curious because it w- it didn't really have any. Um, like there was no connection. Like the episode started with a brand new character, like new set of like information and nothing, nothing old. So I was kind of, it, it was almost like I was watching a whole new anime for a second. And uh, I got, I got drawn in with that, with that, uh, with that scene. The obsession over winning an eraser. Yeah. A very custom one of a kind is like, yo, we went to in so much work. I felt for him. <laughs> that's essentially what it was, oh, right? Man. Like, and also using his dad's money to bet on Bro. it and go against um what my man's what, what was the account's name? Um fucking whatever. He put it ditch eleven. Uh <laughs> I can't uh, would, so, was it ditch eleven? It was so, I can't remember exactly what it was. No, it was ditch eleven. It was ditch eleven, okay, yeah. Okay. What was the hooking point for you, Pat, in this theory? Like the one that really got you. I liked it really early on. Um, I would say probably it might actually have been the Springsteen moment, Uh, but that (laughs) that has to be like in the second or third episode. So uh, it was pretty clear right away that it was uh, up my alley. Uh, You know, (laughs) other than the fact that I'd already committed to watching all of it. (laughs) 
it was uh, it was it was it was nice that like right away it was like oh I I really like this. Um, so not you know not the first episode I guess, but mm-hmm. soon afterward. Okay. Well, l- listen. I got so many points. Well, I was hooked in, and once it became about the mystery, and by the time I hit like episode eight, I was like, "All right, I gotta finish this." Yeah. And I was trying to finish it so much. And the fact that every single thing, nothing, no character is truly—I mean, there are kind of a few NPCs, like, but like every character is associated with something in some other way, which yeah, I really great liked. world, great it's world. So it's just in, like I said, it's like a web, man, but it's it's so connected. Yeah. Um, Let's get into the characters a bit. Let's talk about the characters. We can talk about the arcs. Don't worry about spoilers. Don't worry about talking about the end. I mean, we're going to get to the end anyway. I kind of want to establish these characters and then maybe talk about like how the last three episodes wrap this thing up. Mm-hmm. It, we got to talk about, of course, Otokawa. Otokawa was great. Taxi driver. Great protagonist, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just gen- just you, the character design, uh, everything about it, great. Yeah, 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 great sense of humor or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> overall, I think it's weird how it's actually kind of jarring how he gets wrapped up in this entire thing, like this murder mystery. And he's really like he's not trying to be, but he is. And then he kind of has to get involved mm-hmm. because there's so yeah. many people that he enjoys and stuff like that that's getting caught up to him, like his best friend, um, Kakiana. Who's yeah. very much still the team in this, like the Barney Rubble of this? Yeah, yeah. One, one of my favorite, if not my favorite, one of my favorite characters for sure. <sighs> he gets a date with a girl by lying about how much money that he makes. Um, on a dating classic, app. been there, and <laughs> and then gets kidnapped and beat up, which we'll explore later <laughs> on. That 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 hasn't happened to me. <laughs> But we'll explain why that happens um, in other characters and stuff like that. But his world gets kind of like he's just living his life with, I guess, the disorder that he is, which is at the beginning of the series kind of like undiagnosed fully. Mm -hmm. Um, But as we peel through these episodes and he has his doctor, Dr. um, uh, Dr. Kuraki, who's his doctor continues to peel the things and you kind of see like, Oh, this is eventually, I mean, it's a great reveal at that. It is. Of yeah. essentially he, he has this, um, he has this disorder called, I'm looking it up right now. Um, oh, what was it called? Why didn't I write it down? Um, so you describe it as synesthesia at first, which is hilarious. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because it's not synesthesia, but he has like a photographic memory. He has a memory where he, because of his trauma in his life, he now sees people as animals throughout the entire show. And we get, it's not until the end where you kind of realize it's like, wow, he's, we're seeing this essentially, I guess it's through his eyes, but they're telling the story nonetheless. Um, as animals, we're kind of seeing it via his, I guess, condition visual agno agnosia yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. that's what it's called visual agnosia interesting i wonder if that's like can happen with like yeah not animals like if i see if i see like um if i just see people as various flavors of m&ms that would be crazy bro (laughs) like i had a trump traumatic um christmas ordeal where all i remember (laughs) the m&ms commercials and now i see <laughs> yes growing up as a kid that would be crazy or power rangers or something along those lines that's a very interesting you know it's an interesting concept to kind of rock run with through the entire show but he's a crux of the show um great dialogue yeah just kind of amazing sets the tone seriously that's the tone sets the tone we also introduce at the end of episode one I watched this premiere. They premiered the dub at Anime NYC late last year. Mm-hmm. And I guess the part that got the funniest reaction was the reveal of Dobu at the end of episode one, where he's just kind of like looking at him in the rear view. He's just like looking at him, <laughs> like staring oh, at him. That's a great shot. <laughs> it's just that. like, 
Real criminal Do- hours. <laughs> Dobu's got a great design, man. Hey, man, True. you know. Bad you can't boom. be mad at a baboon, bro. They're you know, like, some of the most like infamous like prime apes, like you know what I'm saying? Like they're assholes. So this is perfect. He's got great goats too. Oh man, big chain smoking. <laughs> He's dope. Like um, a true criminal to the end of the day, and I, you see that. Well, what's the reason he's doing criminal activities? I don't know. I mean, he's just bro had his bro. He his he got gold caps on the That's fangs, what I'm bro. Come Listen. on, man. he had a, he had a gun in in Japan too. That's hard to get. Yeah, Actually, bro. He, imagine the guy the guy who blew Shinzo away. He had to build the Borderlands gun at home. <laughs> <laughs> what was what's Dobu's? Oh what's my his, god, bro! This is this is probably mo- the most memorable moment with Dobu in this series. Got to be the I, the plan. This this isn't even my favorite story. He, he doesn't have my favorite storyline in the show. I mean, it's it's pretty much very basic, but it's like wrapped into another storyline because he works with another. He used to work with, I guess, Yano, and now they're like rival gangsters mm. trying to make money and shit yeah. like that. It's other stuff like that. He's yeah, when, trying to get the camera. When they coordinated the plan, to me, I think I think it was pretty cool to see like the main protagonist and at that moment the main antagonist kind of like team up together to just handle something that seems ridiculous. Yeah. The let's see. So also introduced in episode one is Taichi Kabasawa. The how can how can we how can we not show love, man? <laughs> he, he become he wants to become the next viral thing, and it's so and it pretty much is like I will catch Dobu, I will do this, and his entire life changes throughout the show, of like now he's sleeping with women, now he's got money, mm-hmm. now he's truly gotten what he wants and realizes that it's probably not. <laughs> Once he comes face to face with the thing that he was trying to, and isn't it like a parody of like real life? It's like people online acting this certain way, and then you see them face to face, and they're just like sniveling, you know. Losers, yeah, yeah. Um, and eventually he does come face to face with Dobu, who he's been like talking about online about how he's going to he's a revolution, he's gonna capture Dobu, and he's gonna be the one to slay him, and all this other stuff. And then he comes to think with Dobu, he's like, Please don't kill me, like, mm. uh, it's my house, take my you know, take my car, take my everything. I just Dobu's don't want to shot, and he still beats the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, god. Man. We'll get to that. Um, also introduced in episode one, the Homo Sapiens. The Homo Sapiens. An interesting arc of a duo comedy act that never really experiences any kind of success. <laughs> they aren't funny. <laughs> they aren't funny. I don't know. Bread, though. They don't even seem like they have a great relationship with one another. Like, it seems first of all, um, they were you know Shibagaki, who is the boar, and Baba. and Baba, who is the horse. Um, clearly, Baba is the more successful one. He has his own thing. He's a celebrity on his own. He's thirty. You know, I, I let me look if they're the same age. They are the same age, but just like Shibigaki is just very like I don't know. He's just always clashing with him. And he's always, you know, kind of like I think he's not even confident in his own comedic abilities. Yeah, you could say that. And it comes off he tries to like he always trying to clash with Baba. He's like, oh, da da da. But and he works at the cabaret as just a normal worker, and Baba is an actual celebrity and stuff like that. So it's an interesting dichotomy, and they never really actually gain any part of success. They lose. They they reach the second round in a tournament, a comedy tournament initially, and then they reapply again this year, and then lose, and don't even win the losers round either, and like threaten to breaking up and all this other stuff like that. It's a it's. It's an interesting, you know, thing for the Homo sapiens. Um, Would you rather want to be a horse or a boar? I don't want niggas riding me, bro. But a horse. I gotta is... go boar, man. 
A boar, though? Boar me. Do you know what boars eat? Shit. <laughs> Probably. No, let's, not, let's not let's not pretend horses are doing fine dining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Pat. Seriously. I don't I mean, I don't want to be ridden all the time. I mean, if you're strong enough, why not? I mean, I, I guess so. I mean Bore me, man. Bore me. Okay. <laughs> we here. Um, let's talk about Shirakawa, who is the alpaca. Oh, how do I pronounce this again? Al- alpaca. 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 An alpaca. A very interesting animal choice. Not she, a very... She's got her own scarf, bro. <laughs> her design is fire, though. I'm not going to even, like, act oh, like it's great because I can't... I, to be honest with you, it's like... As she's an alpaca, a yeah, I've, really never, cool. I've never looked at one in this way before. Um, nonetheless... She's stealing drugs. <laughs> I mean, she needs right. to be. She's stealing perks for her ex to sell so, because she owes him money or something along those lines. And they used to be together. And now he feels like she owes him. So she works at Dr. Garaki's um, clinic and is stealing drugs from him and forces mm-hmm. Garaki to close down his clinic. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I feel like he could have kept it open, but I don't know. Probably. I don't think there was that much at stake, bro. I don't know. If he can't give these people these drugs, I guess he can't really stay open if he can't, you know. He's just going to have people who are just like, you know, no drugs and stuff like that. Um, But an incredibly interesting, I mean, love interest. She knows martial arts, bro. She knows. Yeah, she beat the shit out of what's his name. Of of um the mystery kiss guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna get to mystery kiss because they're coming up next, and that's my favorite storyline to be honest with you. But um, she knows capoeira, learned it as a hobby, uses it in 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 some fashion to kick some ass as well. Even though, which is you know ironic since Odakawa pretty much dismisses it the first time they talk about it is like capoeira, like <laughs> fuck, that's Brazilian, bro. Yeah, in Brazil. It's one of the most like you know um, weird things that you can ever pick up. Um, Somebody went to a Krav Maga class in this. They said, <laughs> "God Did damn, they? yeah." You know what's you know what's crazy too? Alpacas, they're they're from South America. So I thought it was hilarious that like she knows a Brazilian martial art. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, good. that is funny. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's good shit. Um, let's see. All right. We have also introduced, I believe, in episode one or episode two, Imai, who is this big fan of Mystery Kiss. He looks like Fry from Futurama, kind of. A little bit. Uh, I, like, I like that. I like that comparison. On my associated, I was like, oh, he kind of looks like Fry. I hope that Phil Hartman does his voice. And he didn't do his voice. But <laughs> um, just somehow also gets involved in this, manages to stay a character throughout the show through his love of mystery kiss and it's his love of mystery kiss i don't know i'm just going to talk about the mystery kiss storyline but i know you're waiting for it (laughs) he gets some numbers some offhand numbers from otokawa who's just like what are his favorite numbers and otokawa just like looks down at something it's like it's these numbers and he wins the lotto and it's because he wins the lotto (laughs) he's also tracked down by the same people who beat up kakihana and that ends up the final storyline of the show. These I mean, guys have uh, a vice grip on this part of town. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But the fact that he won a lot and just wanted to use it to like follow follow them in tour was like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Figure it out, man. Like you're out of control, dude. You know what? He's a good guy because he introduced. He was like, I work meals, in a cabaret. Meals, meals. He's a crazy guy. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the thing. He worked at a cabaret. And offered Odokawa, he's like, listen, everything is on the house. Anything. The women, the drinks. Bro said the women are on the house. <laughs> Anything that you want in this cabaret. And, you know, Odokawa's not that kind of guy. Um, fair enough. Uh, let's talk about Mystery Kiss. I've been waiting to talk about Mystery Kiss. This song, this, man, it's great. This is my favorite part of the show that didn't become my favorite part of the show until I watched probably this run through of how deep 
this shit actually goes and how wild this is and how this could have been any other girl group. No, this is probably the extreme, <laughs> but <laughs> they could probably really sell some records though if they if Japan decided to put it together. Well, they weren't selling records. They had their they they trained for a year and a half to have their first big concert, and only fucking Emi and three other people showed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that led, um, I guess, it led everyone to a life of crime. To be honest with you, um, Mystery Kiss is introduced in the show as an idol group, which are big in Japan. They are managed by Yamamoto. It's not until about episode 10 or episode 11 we see the backstory of the show, of mm-hmm. why the girls were in mask, why um, Nikaido is the leader of the group and, and experiencing all this pressure and stuff like that, why the missing girl who this entire show, I guess the entire kind of storyline is the crux of this missing girl who showed up in Otakawa's taxi. And now people are trying to figure out where she is from the crooked cops to the mystery kiss owners to the thugs to everything of the rather um it shows in episode 10 that they were just a standard girl group yeah they had the members Rui Nikaido Shio Ichimura and Yuki Mitsuo and Rui Nikaido wanted to be the lead but Mitsuya was eating her food every time. Mm. Dancer. She's like, she went through dance, sports, ballet, everything. She had all the makings to be a star. And like then when Destiny they got Child's in, villain origin. Listen, it's, it's, they got in front of the record label. It's so funny. I, I thought that scene was so funny. Record label's like, we want her to be the lead. <laughs> Owned. <laughs> Game over. They're looking at her, of course, they're like, oh, okay, um, Nikaido is the prettiest one. She's, of course, going to be the lead. I'm going to be the backup dancer. It's like, no, that bitch has skills to pay the bills. She is the lead. <laughs> Which led to a lot of resentment and a lot of, like, you know, I guess anger, deep-seated anger with Nikaido, who then texted Mitsuya and was like, meet me at the headquarters. We have to talk. And I'm like, what? What? That's not a red flag to you, girl? I'm saying, bro. They meet her at the headquarters. Mitsuya is already dead, even though Nikaido had already planned to kill her, <laughs> which is wild to me. Like, just because you're not the leader, just find another girl group. Like, something. You know, they're out there. There's more cats. There's cats more than anything, bro. <laughs> well, she's a dog. <laughs> she doesn't a damn cat. I think she's a dog, is she? Nikaido. What animal? She's a poodle. She's oh, a poodle? That? She's a poodle. A toy poodle, though. That's what they say on, on the Odd Taxi fandom page. She's a poodle. Um, nonetheless, she ain't standing in no background for no fucking cat. Uh, close Elijah's ears. Um, he's it's okay. <laughs> I have headphones on. I, I don't even know if he's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, she finds out that she's dead and because of that Yamamoto who to me this would have been suspicious because he shows up randomly out of the blue like isn't even on the text thread or anything he already looks sus he looks super sus nonetheless he's a fox bro I mean, he did the, the he did the um he is a red fox. He did the most. Uh, there's only two ways you could go about this: tell the truth, or call the mob people that you know to dump the body. <laughs> Which one you think he's choosing? They took the 18 year old girl out of the thing and dumped the body. <laughs> in- <laughs> for vicious, vicious move. Half the earnings of Mystery Kiss as a group. He was like, I own half of the earnings <laughs> of this group. Um, I gotta say the way the the. Uh... Uh, plastic wrapped body with the cinder blocks tied around it was drawn was amazing. <laughs> somebody really killed somebody and did it just that way. Yeah. And they, beautiful. And I wanted at the sea and I couldn't believe it and stuff like that. And <laughs> they had blood all over their thing. He's like wearing a different suit, you know what I'm saying? Like a bloody like hazmat suit. Um they really killed her. Um, and not only, well, she dead beforehand, but they made sure that the body I'm assuming was unrecognizable, even though they, I guess they kind of found the body. Um, 
dumped her in the water. It becomes the crux of the show of this missing girl. They replace her with an with another <laughs> with another um, suspicious looking girl who is I think she's soccer. Bro, this is what so. happened to Avril Lavigne. That's what. All right, all right, man. Let's not go down that rabbit hole right here, guys. I've been there. I, I've been on YouTube for hours. I I, I do not actually uh, actually think this. It was it but was also a, r- a big rumor with uh, Paul McCartney for a while. Yeah. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Okay. Listen, not surprised. Not surprised at all. Um, who is? Why would he collaborate with Kanye in 2015? Yeah, come on, bro. Makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Song's bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, um, they replaced her with a completely new girl. Looks similar. Also a black cat. Kind of racist. Mm-hmm. Um. She's not as good. She's like slipping and falling during rehearsals and stuff oh, like that. Working good. It's not. Too, they don't have the same energy as the OG of Mystery Kiss. Yeah, they went from like Destiny's Child to like Three LW real quick. Ooh, it's tough. It's tough. I like that. Um, no one is word of the wise until it comes out, and now they have to tell their story to the police of like what happens, and now they have to get a story together. The family has to submit a missing body report, and then they have to reclaim it. The mob people have to kind of like figure out how to get everything over, and it didn't hit to it didn't hit until later on about how all the things especially with the taxi driver everything was kind of in order beforehand the first trips becoming the him wanting odakawa to kind of become the 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 exclusive taxi driver for mystery kiss Mm. and and all this other stuff is like it was coming together i was like wow they had this done since the beginning like they really (laughs) just want to kill this guy and like even to Yamamoto, they drive to like this, um, I guess, I don't know if it's a dump or just a construction site, and he chokes him with his belt and tries to kill him. Um, and that's where, of course, uh, Shirakawa comes in with a capoeira and kicks ass and stuff like that and saves Odakawa. Insane moment when he's getting choked out. Really violent. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. Shit, shit was like literally breathtaking. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was on the edge of my seat, bro. Don't do that. Um, but then they get him on that side, and I guess the mystery of Mystery Kiss. Uh, apparently, first of all, Yuki Mitsuo's dad is also a baboon, or some other, <laughs> like a mob boss baboon who's tied with the mob boss that's at the beginning of the show in episode two, who is a, wait, I gotta find out what animal this guy is, the one with the tattoos. Um. Oh, isn't he a taper? He is a taper. He's a taper with sick tattoos, Hawaiian ass tattoos. Yeah, they were great. And we get pretty much we move over to the final moment of the show where Do- Dobu is trying to. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens. This, this. We're not gonna talk about Yano rapping like Silk the Shocker, bro. Okay, I thought the <laughs> before we get up out of here, annoying. it was so annoying. Come on, guys, we can't end this show without talking about that. My, it was probably my least favorite part of this show, I'll say. The Jack, the, okay, let me say this. The sub and the dub are, like, they're both phenomenal, by the way. I, I This is one of those things I actually do prefer the dub, but the rap, when you first, when you're first introduced to him, and the rap in Japanese is so, like, it, it really was annoying, because it was, like, five to six minutes of, like, conversation of him just, like, flowing, but in conversation, obviously. Amazing. Mystery Kiss is used in random sets of ways. I mean, Nikaido is forced to keep the secret. They have poor Ichimura go on the date with Kakihana because he has the money, and then he's kidnapped. Essentially, they're using Mystery Kiss to kidnap people who have money so they could steal them from them. And I was like, how did this girl, how did this idol yeah, girl try it? Just as, you know, like, how did they get tied up with the mob? And I'm wondering what other girl groups are tied up with the mob. Um, but it leads to kind of the end, the big kind There's of a lot of stuff we can't say about uh, uh, K pop right now, right? Oh, man. <laughs> this is very, very true. Um, Tanaka, of course, the story of Tanaka and episode four and the app. Um, oh, fuck, uh. 
everything that happened in that episode leading up to essentially him having this major beef with Odakawa, trying to shoot him at every turn. It's insane. <laughs> um, any favorite, all right, any favorite moments as we kind of, as we can get to the end, any personal favorite moments of, that stood out? My, my, my personal favorite moment is like the climax of like his condition and realizing that. Cause I didn't, I really did not even consider, you know, that but th- this was just a show about animals that are yeah just- bro like i was i was yeah. very content with that you know and i think that like flip is really i looked at the show i was like man this shit really is a masterpiece because it was the last thing i was thinking about i was already invested in the fact that yeah this is just you know an anime about animals doing very human things oh interesting they have a on the main page for Odd Taxi, they have the relationship chart, which is like a bunch of fucking lines going in every freaking direction, to be oh, honest. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, Goraki and Shirakawa um, essentially being things, and she's friends with Odakawa, but she's also... Goraki's a patron to Taiko, who owns that what? shop. Also a patron to Kakiana, who's the best friend of Odakawa, who is dating Ichimura, who is in the relationship with Mystery Kiss, who is a big fan from Imai, who is, <laughs> you know, also worships Odakawa. And then they have Elder Daimon and Younger Daimon, who are in business with Dobu, who is, you know, um, also the crooked cop who tries to get the money from Yano and Sekiguchi. Great also, I mean, great designs, despite annoying. Yano, the, you know... He's a porcupine, uh, right? Porcupine. And I forget what Sekiguchi is. He looks like a... Is he a panda? Who just... We don't... No, he's not a panda. Hold on. He is sure. not, He's just like a bear, kind of, or something. I don't know. Um, I can look it up. Sekiguchi. Toga Sekiguchi. He is a polar bear. He's a polar bear. Oh he's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I see that. He's a polar bear who's wearing complete like sweatsuit. They mention with... the tracksuit so many times. It's a great tracksuit. Every time kind of someone's hard. talking about him, yeah, no, it's great. It's just so funny that they talk about him. Like every, it's like yeah, he's a guy wearing a tracksuit. No polar bear needs a tracksuit, silly. I should have known yeah. they were human at that moment. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> seriously like it's all there for us to like kind of like depict are they really animals but not once did i think about it they i mean towards the end of the show the police officers we learn that are crooked and the younger diamond eventually has to apprehend his older brother who gets his ass kicked for kicking it for trying to steal money from the mob um the mob runs this fucking show um Shibigaki and Baba lose the loser's bracket and you know they're want to break up, but then eventually they don't break up. Um Tanaka, who eventually finds um I guess uh the account that's been stealing money from him. Well, not stealing money from him, but I guess like outbidded him and ruined his life entirely. Um and also was the account on the game that surpassed him and lose this thing entirely. Um, finds him, he shoots Dobu, and Odakawa's like, well, you're a criminal, so you get what you deserve. Um, Epic moment. Kind of, it's, it's great. But he, I mean, his life is reformed. He isn't arrested, by the way. A man shoots an entire person. And it's okay. Yeah. Not apprehended, not anything. <laughs> he deserved it. I mean, that, that was, I guess, the end of his arc was uh you know um let's see uh how about just the moment when the uh the taxi actually goes into the river amazing amazing filmmaking the whole sequence is so good they start the episode finally after 13 episodes after goraki trying to get the backstory behind his family we find it that um he was able to access Odakawa's journal, which details events from Odakawa's past. He wrote that he wanted to work at a zoo when he grew up because his anxieties around people made him relate to animals more. And then his mom, his parent, his dad would drop him off at the zoo to go cheat on his mom, um, which is wild. Uh, and that's how you got his affinity with the zoo. 
Um, he was ruthlessly bullied at school, even by the administration, abused by his mother, who took out her frustrations with his absent father on him. Mm. Um, the car chase eventually, of course, leads to the car going in the air, very E.T. kind of fashion, going into the water. He kind of realizing kind of everything kind of coming back to him. And then also Shirakawa diving into the water because she's amazing just in general. How does she open a door flooded with water? That that makes no sense to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll I, buy it. I mean, it's, I've only seen like fucking superheroes do shit like that. But. She has the strength of 10 alpacas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she has. It's true. Because I can't imagine being able to do that myself. Um, and she saves Otakawa. And once Otakawa comes back to life, he sees everyone in their human forms who are way uglier than they are as animals. Yeah, they are. Oh my god, it's insane. I was like, oh, ew, that's what Dobu looks like. That's who, <laughs> you know? I was like, ew, that's what... Go back, go back to being a, yeah, an Yeah, they look too much they, like animals. They, I mean, Otakawa, I guess he looks, you know, standard, but even the gorilla just being a giant bearded guy, mm-hmm. no mash, I was like, oh, this is nasty. You know what I'm saying? Everyone looks so ugly in this show. Um... And then we find out that the mystery kiss girl who replaced Yuki Mitsuo was the one who killed <laughs> Yuki Mitsuo in the first place, which gave me very like Maggie shot Mr. Burns vibes. <laughs> yeah. In, in terms of like, okay, that's how we're going to wrap this up. You know what? I'll buy it. Sure. She was the fourth runner up. She did want to be in the group a lot. I guess it would make sense that she would be the one to kill Yuki Mitsuo, but she could have easily very well also killed like Rui right. or anybody else. Um, but I guess, you know, people would not notice if she killed Yuki Mitsuo as well. Um, and that's how the show kind of ends. It's a very worthwhile adventure. This shit is up. It's, it's great. It's really great. It's a, it's, it's a, it, it just wraps things up in 13 episodes and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I watched this probably like three, four times, to be honest with you. I might not watch it again really relatively soon. Cause I've watched it a lot over the last mm-hmm. year. Um, but it's a great series. And I, I implore everybody who loves odd taxi and you know, who loves who wants to take a break from regular shit to watch this one. It's on Crunchyroll, and every, and to be honest, other places where you're not supposed to watch anime, um, hey, I watch, I didn't have to do anything to watch this for free on Crunchyroll. I literally typed in Odd Taxi Crunchyroll and went to the page, and that it, that was it. There you go. So make sure you handle it that way. Um, that was Odd Taxi. Wow. Let's see what else. Well, first of all, thank you, Pat, for joining us on this adventure. Of course. Promorphic. Uh, I really, really did love the show. It's a great. It is really great series. Seriously. I love that you love this. Um, we have so much other. I, I didn't. Re- we still you want have me to leak Pokemon. I will. You want me to what? I said, do you want me to leak Pokemon information? I will. No, not right now. Let's, <laughs> yeah. no, wait, wait. You're gonna get there. Hold on. Um, so we talked about Eye Taxi. That was my pick. Next time we go on Summer Kame House, we're doing season one of Mob Psycho 100. Oh, we're there? Good. Yeah, we're there. Mob Psycho is coming back later this year. Um, yes. In October. So we're going over season one of Mob Psycho 100. I love that show. Pat, have you watched Mob Psycho 100? I have not. I recognize the... Uh, I, I just Googled it, though, and I recognize like the... I recognize it. You would also love this one as well. It's on HBO, <laughs> yeah, too, would. so maybe I'll watch this. It is. It is. Yeah, it's on HBO. You would love this one as well. It's... um. It's about uh, espers who have powers, but also it's incredibly funny and kind of like very originally drawn. That is also charming and just, it's a cool show. It doesn't do too much. It doesn't do too little. It's a great show. Okay. Uh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. So we'll be talking about that. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to, Cut this off here. Thank you guys for listening to Lookout, stuff like that. We're going to try to see if we can get in another 15 minutes on Pokemon stuff and try to cram in everything Pokemon since we have Mount Silver right here. Um, We're going to try to cram another 15 to 20 minutes on Pokemon. 
So we're going to cut this thing off right here. We'll have a bonus episode. It'll be 15 to 20 minutes long. So you're going to get all the information in crux for this, <laughs> this episode. Animals, Pokemon, you get it. Um, <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow the Lookout at the Lookout RNC on Twitter. Make sure you follow us on all types of you know podcasts. Make sure you listen to the Big Eyes podcast that is dropping this week. And also Subs Lie, Dubs Lie, um, which may have a special guest, um, which may or may not be me. So make sure you tune into the episode <laughs> this week. <laughs> and we will see you guys next time. Take care. Yeah.